Hello, everyone, and welcome to Monster Hour. I'm Quinn, your keeper of monster and mysteries. With me today are Hannah. Hi, I'm Hannah, and I play JR the Crooked. Tio. Hi, I'm Tio, and I play Constance the Expert. And Kyle. Hi, I'm Kyle. I play Alvin the Monstrous. You'd think by now I wouldn't have to look down at my sheet each time. (laughs) (laughs) Alvin. Alvin. Okay. Oh, I thought you meant for monstrous, but no, for for Alvin. (laughs) (laughs) For $20, Kyle, can you tell me your character's last name without looking down at the sheet? Hughes, your turn. Yay! (laughs) Oh, that's a good one. Oh, nice try. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, last time, the three of you finally came face to face with the menace stalking firmament an enormous, invisible arachnid capable of traveling through digital devices. After a fierce showdown in the studio that left you pretty seriously injured, you were able to drive it away by destroying the laptop and phone that appeared to be sustaining its presence. As you recovered and planned your next move, Jasper casually revealed the real reason that no one could get a hold of Leon. He and Galvan were tailing Chief Stoney. You know, he's following up on the Detective Galvan lead. Constance, you didn't tell them? Uh... Um, yeah, Constance, you didn't tell us. You know about Chief Stony? Okay, I I hear you, JR. First of all, you should somewhat be proud of me because I'm keeping a secret like a pro and I would assume that you would respect that in your line of business. But I recognize that this impacts the little family we've made here. I'm just going to ask that we table it because we are close to dying if we don't figure out what to do about this big digital spider and we can hash it out later i will agree to the tabling the hashing out will also include leon whose status as sidekick is in serious jeopardy i hear you on that i'm curious to hear what he has to say i think he's got some good reasons for what he's doing He's very good at making detailed reports. Well, I look forward to reading so, that when we have the leisure time so for that's it. that's nice. You do realize Stoney has our back, right? He's the this reason we This is not tabling it. This is not tabling it. I'm just, it. I'm this making not tabling a closing, it. it's a closing point. <laughs> the reason we haven't been arrested is because of that man. Ah. Um, side point, side closing point, <laughs> secondary closing point. Const- a lot of, lot of mysteries about Stony. Wouldn't you like to know? Again, giant digital spider. Jasper, thank you. Um, I mean, just like an additional closing point. They're just yeah, yeah. Get the third point in here. They're not doing anything. They're just trying to you know see what he's up to. Yeah. Information is closing. My final closing point. Good. Information is power, <laughs> and. That information, it doesn't mean that it's uh, necessarily to be used against Stoney. It might actually be used to help him because we might not be the only ones who are curious what he's up to. So, but again, tabling, tabling it. And from the kitchen, Stan says, additional closing question. Is this (laughs) like the police chief, Stoney? (laughs) No, Stan. No. Why? Why, Stan? Different different Stoney. How am I the best liar right now? (laughs) Stoney, what else do you have to share? Stan, what Oh, nothing. I'm just trying to follow along. This is so not tabling it, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) All right. JR goes into the bathroom and closes the door, and you hear 
a very, very long, slow scream. (laughs) (laughs) And then you hear, hear, like, something kind of, like, a shuffling noise and a crunching noise and another scream. The door opens. I Before hands are very, very soapy and dusty. She turns and she goes, Wait, soapy and dusty? You are out of bath bombs. The driest driest soapy hands. That's all right. It's your month to replace them. And I turn and I'm like, okay. Wait, Stan from the kitchen is like, it's okay. I got some of my homemade bath bombs. Oh, that's- from his pocket, he fishes out some like- Kind of janky looking, but yeah, but Alvin, good, Al- but good smelling. Alvin says okay. you probably have assumed this already. You don't want to put that in water. Bomb is an understatement. <laughs> I look at Stan, you know, square off my eyes with him, and I go, "Stan, what's up? Just you just gotta nod a yes or a no. Okay, is this the kind of bath bomb where like I want to clear my schedule for the rest of the night? Is it that kind of bath bomb?" Like oh, like, I mean, don't, <laughs> don't plan to be uh, lucid Operating the rest of the every evening. machinery. I'll take either. I just want to know. It's not a Rocky Mountain bath bomb, but it is relaxing as hell. <laughs> Stan, Stan, me, my my eyes now. Stan. Oh God. Yes, Alvin. This one's not made out of potassium, right? No. Okay. All never those mind. were you destroyed in the in... workshop, man. Yeah. Okay. Good. You can put this one in water. Great. And I like wink at Stan and I, I pocket a couple for myself for later because I have a feeling that uh, after we hash it out about Stony, I'm going to need to just chill for a bit. You might need to build a second bath for after that discussion. <laughs> 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 yeah, we'll see. Let's, let's get through the spider first. You know, the definitely almost <laughs> killed us. We were not prepared spider. Yeah, yeah. So, you all are gathered in the studio once again. It's in complete disarray. There's broken furniture, books scattered everywhere, pieces of laptop and phone on the ground, scorch marks on the walls. The place is a mess, but it is still a haven for you to plan your your next steps. So, what would you all like to do? I would like to follow up on that flyer that Alvin found and talk to the folks Mm -hmm. at IT because we have literally done nothing with that, and I'd like to see if that is fruitful i also think constance if you can do any more research on this because we got a lot of useful information about what this thing is i don't know that we got a whole lot of information about how to stop it other than it's a giant spider and we could drop a really big book on it i think your last fight proved that that probably isn't going to work but you know what continue (laughs) i still like this idea i still believe in the ability of us to craft a very large book and drop on the summer size spider Uh, you are more than welcome to try you're you're just a real negative nancy and i don't appreciate that hey i am a fan of your characters (laughs) (laughs) um something that might point towards the it group if you wanted to try to protect people from this like how would you go about trying to alert people of this digital monster who's hacking your phones without saying there's a digital monster hacking phones because no one would believe that those flyers being anti-phishing if somebody knows about this and is trying to get the word out that may be what they're trying to do so it might be useful to first go and check out the the poster lead with the av club and then maybe we'll have something to go on for a research check Perfect. But really quick, I just want to confirm from Constance's vantage point, and correct me if I'm wrong, 
But it seemed to be that when the spider was in the room and we disconnected it from its digital source, mm-hmm. we actually were able to inflict damage. Mm-hmm. But as soon as it had a connection again, it was able to draw life force from that. So mm-hmm. it seems to me like something we do know about how to kill it is that you need to attract it to you via an internet enabled item, but then you need to cut that power source mm-hmm. and then you can actually inflict damage because it can't basically revive itself that's that's kind of yeah. how i read that situation yeah. yeah there's something like the room size equivalent of and now that i'm thinking of it i have an idea the room size equivalent of a faraday cage and mm-hmm. my thinking is like maybe somewhere in a hospital where they take x-rays oh mm-hmm. poor cecilia we can, oh gosh. <laughs> so yeah, we had we had talked about the storage unit, but really the thing that made the apartment work was that it was a magical locked door, right? So I right. think the yeah. Faraday cave cage cage cave. But I think I think that might be our best non magical option. We should see as well, you know, if we're gonna go to campus and talk to the nerds, maybe they have a cool room. Yeah. Cool nerd Skiff. room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that'd be kind of cool if there's one at the university for whatever weird reason. Oh, what? Skiff? The rooms that Congress has where you're not allowed to bring in any electronics. It's supposed oh, to be an electronic-free yeah, room. yeah, I think there's probably somewhere on campus that's like that. Just in I don't case know if we you... can't get into the hospital. I mean, an old I don't know if you three know where, like, where it would be, but there's probably mm-hmm. something. Probably in the library. You did a little digging. Yeah. Library. I mean, any old building with a basement has probably got lead in the walls still and yeah. <laughs> not very wired up. Sweet. So we're going to go see the nerds? <laughs> yeah, let's go see the nerds. To the nerds. To the nerds, says the group of three quite nerdy individuals. But <laughs> I <laughs> beg your pardon. I am uh, Alvin flexes. Cool. Alan flexes and says, but I'm just a farmer. <laughs> oh, You're a farm nerd. Oh, farm nerd. Aw. I like that. <laughs> Tio, I will say, if you want to build something with your workshop, you will have to commit some time to doing it at some point. That's a great point. I could also stay behind and start working on something, and then you guys can call me and let me know what's going on, <laughs> or just come back and tell me, I guess. Yeah, we could do that. Alvin, you and I usually don't go do stuff by ourselves, but this would be a good time. It's true. I'm loath to leave behind Constance's sharp eyes. But I guess if we're just going to go talk to nerds, then, you know, we got the brains and the brawn. We got the good cop, the bad cop. Yep. Wait, who's the good cop? Good question. So, Constance, (laughs) you're staying behind to build something in your workshop? Yeah, because I I think we do have at least a good hunch on how to kill it. The thing that we don't seem to have a lot of is very good digital spider killing weaponry. So (laughs) I have some ideas. Yeah, like a Ghostbuster proton pack. Yeah, <laughs> we should establish like roughly what you are trying to build because mm-hmm. really like outlandish extravagant things are probably things that would take a significant amount of time. Sure. So what are you thinking? Well, I'm still new to the crafting world, so I'm not trying to get too elaborate. I'm not really ready to fully DIY something. So <laughs> I'd like to show Stan my flamethrower and basically say, hey, I kind of want to build like two more of these and they don't need to be legal. 
They don't need to be super safe, and they can be a one-time use item. <laughs> I've like kind of pulled together stuff I have and say that I'm willing to like take a trip to Home Depot or whatever we need. But I'm basically trying to give each of us a flamethrower-like item of some kind. I don't know if I can. You need this pretty quick, right? Yeah, but like, again, you guys are gonna go kill this this spider soon, yeah. Preferably today, maybe tomorrow. <laughs> I don't know if we can do a full flamethrower, but like maybe we could make some, you know, fire bombs. You know, I love where your head's at. That's that was my second choice. Some napalm in like a breakable bottle. Absolutely. I'm more or less going to build you a Molotov cocktail. I hope you're okay with that. <laughs> that is what I was thinking, but I wanted to know what the like technical term is. So I, I like the idea of um, basically- And by I, I mean we're going to build Molotov cocktails <laughs> oh, together. Yay. I'm sure this will come in handy more often than it probably should. This is so, so. sweet. I love it. I have an important question from outside of the room. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So Molotov cocktail, that's like the old name, right? This is like a new weapon devised entirely by Constance and Stan. And while it performs like a Molotov cocktail, it is definitely has a new name. It'll be distinct in some way. It's basically a one-use incendiary device. Mm-hmm. So I've come up with a way to make this workshop of yours work for the more outlandish things that you want to build. Mm-hmm. Because we talked about if you're building like sort of normal things or normal weapons, you know, it's mostly just a matter of time. But if you want to build something a little more interesting, <laughs> there's a move from the Tome of Mysteries. It's an alternative weird move called Weird Science. All right. When you want to create or adapt a device to analyze or deal with a strange phenomena, say what it will do and roll plus weird. So we're adapting this move a little bit for you because you will always have to be at your workshop. Mm -hmm. And one of the requirements is that you'll need help beyond the team of hunters to finish it. You will always need Stan's help to build these crazy devices, at least for the foreseeable future. Oh, yeah. Don't I know it. <laughs> but otherwise, this move is going to work like weird science. So she get a bonus for the workshop at all. No, the workshop basically allows her to do this in the first place. Okay. Because Constance basically now has access to a second weird move because she already has past lives, but the workshop basically allows her to get this move. All right. So Alvin and JR, you leave as Constance and Stan are, are working out this plan to create some sort of single-use incendiary device. <laughs> so Constance, you can roll first and we can sort of set the scene based on how that goes, or you can tell me kind of upfront how this plays out. But I'm curious to know, like, this is the first time we're really getting into your workshop, so how does everything go down with you and Stan? Montage. Uh, montage. Yeah, give oh. us a little montage. Yeah, um, so I'll roll after, but what I'm what I'm envisioning is I have very neatly set out all the things that he has told me to get, <laughs> and it's almost like um, if you've ever built an elaborate Lego kit with someone, there's <laughs> typically the person who likes to, to organize all the pieces and then someone who just starts like going for it, the two types of Lego builders, right? So Constance 100% tries to lay everything out and have everything organized and be like ready, like, okay, I have five R1 wrenches, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, Stan is like, okay, so first you do this and he just starts grabbing things and Constance is just trying to keep up. She's like, but, uh, 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 but why did you, okay. Um, and 
is like hurriedly trying to clean up after him as well and then Mm -hmm. also pay attention. He definitely had you get one wrench and he never uses it the entire time. He just scratches behind his back with it. Yep, 100%. And you get the sense that it's just like the tool that he likes to use to scratch his back. Oh, yeah, that's definitely how this goes. There, there's a lot of like learning that things are messier than you would expect. And also that some things are just a preference. I think there's also probably a couple of moments similar to building Ikea furniture where there's like a piece left over and Constance is very disturbed. Like, what sh- isn't that? Isn't that an important one? And Stan's probably like, nah, it'll be fine. And (laughs) it will haunt her forever. I mean, we'll get to it if we get to it. Oh, okay. All right. It's not like that's the ignition. Oh, wait, no, that actually is the ignition. I I need the ignition (laughs) interlock. Yeah, hold on. Um, Give me that. Oh, okay. (laughs) Boy, that would have been bad. Yes, (laughs) We didn't forget that, man. I I think the whole process (laughs) is just learning what he's doing and following along takes all of Constance's energy so like she she wanted to like write notes as she went as if it was a college lecture but that is not what's happening <laughs> so there are no notes so she cannot replicate this I love this odd couple montage scene it's very good <laughs> uh, okay so go ahead and roll me weird science so roll plus weird all right as a side note that process is called Nolan setting things out Oh, oh boy. That's a five. You are not getting your security huh. deposit back. Uh-oh. None of it. You are going experience? to owe them. Oh, yeah, experience. Yeah, mark experience. Um, yeah. The move doesn't say what happens on a miss. <laughs> so I'm left to divine that myself. No. <laughs> huh. Oh, oh, what will you do? Whatever will you I mean, do? I mean, I feel like Constance's studio can't be more on fire without burning down. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty rough around the edges right now. So you're working on building these devices and Stan, like a dervish, is just swirling around your apartment, like hammering and twisting and tinkering and you're struggling to keep up. And he's got like the flamethrower up on like a mount. And at one point you're trying to follow along with him and you bump into the table and the flamethrower falls off and you hear a loud clunk and a thunk and a chunk, and several pieces of the flamethrower just Fuck. come undone. Uh. No. And the canister rolls off to the side, and the tube that runs the gas just tears, and your flamethrower is not usable. Fun! Cool. And you go to test one of the incendiary devices, and it does not work. You throw it, and it shatters, and gasoline is just sort of everywhere, but it doesn't light. Hmm. It's halfway there. Yeah. Well... Okay, let's hope that uh, (laughs) the rest of the team is having better luck. (laughs) Alvin and JR, you make your way back onto campus to Firmament College. Uh, Alvin, I think you know Campus IT is located in the computer science building. Yeah, I I used to give them my laptop every time anything tiny or anything goes wrong. Campus IT is like a subsection of the computer science building. It's not a large building, like Firmament College is a liberal arts college, and so computer science is kind of a, a nascent addition, but it is quite nice. Very modern building, very chic, a lot of uh, open glass. And uh, you head into the foyer, and there's a long hallway full of shared use spaces. Uh, And you know there's some classrooms on the second floor. 
And to one side, there's a little cafe. And to the other side, down a little snaking hallway, is campus IT. And there's a few students milling about, you know. It's not, like, empty. Before we go in, what's the play here? You've talked with these folks before, right? You said you used to bring your laptop? Yeah, but I didn't really hang around longer than it took to give them my laptop. Okay. And say, fix it, nerds. (laughs) I'm sure that really endeared you to them. They got it done in like a couple weeks. (laughs) Oh, boy. Okay, well, I realize telling people the truth is a risky endeavor and not one that we are super familiar with. And I'm not saying Mm -hmm. we go in there and tell them everything. But we could go in there and tell them that we're investigating what's been happening with these mm-hmm. kids and that we found their poster and we want to know if anything weird's been going on with the tech. Yeah, I think a first opening is we think something is connected to their electronic devices. And if there's any sort of procedures these nerds have come up with for the campus, maybe to protect them. Maybe don't call them nerds to their faces. I'm oh, just saying no, 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 no. Just be polite to them. Point X. No, not that. <laughs> no, no, no. You can just call them. Don't call them anything. Why don't <laughs> I hold the poster? Yeah, you hold the I'll poster. I'll hold the poster. Perfect. Okay. You're so that good at that. I can definitely All do. All right. Good, good, good. Okay. Now we have a plan. Quint, this look feels at good. us. Look we at our plan. have <laughs> planned. <laughs> and, this, and the best part of this plan is it doesn't require me to do a manipulate someone roll. It so let's doesn't. It doesn't roll, roll in. All right. Okay. You head down the hall uh, and you reach campus IT. It's sort of set up as a customer service desk and you can see behind it there is an office space where there's some computers and like a big cork board that has a bunch of disorganized notes posted up onto it. Kind of like a general office setting. And there is no one at the customer service desk, but there is a small sign that you can't quite read from where you're at. Is bell? Ding a bell? There's a bell, and you ring it, and nobody Ding. comes. Ding! Okay, now I look at the sign. I wouldn't look at it before ringing the bell. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's probably not important to our plan. Just the, our plan sign, the sign says, do not ring bell. <laughs> the sign says, campus IT temporarily closed due to staffing shortage. Please call... Mm. Kristen in Imagine Labs, if you need oh, assistance. No. Imagine All those Labs. Dang nerds it's Imagine got Labs. snatched up by the Tinder ghost. What's Imagine Labs? Wait, we can't say Tinder. That's right. Oh, no, we've said Tinder. Oh, we have. We, we didn't have some non-copyright Tonder. specific. It's it Tonder. <laughs> Tonder. Tender. <laughs> I think this is a. It's not like we're claiming to run the product. It's you that's know, true. Um, of the product usage. that's garbage. That's yeah. right. Sue me. <laughs> Actually, don't. Now we might actually get into trouble. You've heard it here first. We'll cut all that. That's okay. (laughs) That's my personal opinion. If you use Tinder, you'll get eaten by a big giant ghost spider. That's a fact. I've seen it happen. (laughs) Five kids are dead because of Tinder. (laughs) Jesus Christ! These are the opinions Uh, of individuals and not Monster Hour. That is all uh, we've taken this arc to its natural conclusion. Okay. All right. Yeah. Allegedly. If they, if they play this in court and don't see how it's satire. Allegedly. <laughs> okay. Right. Okay. Hold on. Um, okay. So, okay. So, okay. So first We're off, back in. what's Imagine Labs? I'm trying to remember. It sounds familiar, but I think that's just because it's kind of like Imagineers at Disneyland. It sounds vaguely familiar, but 
Yeah. Uh, none of you know where. Okay. Uh, Which is that you've heard it before, but I'm not going to tell you where. Yeah. God <laughs> Listeners, damn if you it know, much. text me right now. <laughs> Listeners, as we're recording, <laughs> tweet at us. Yes. Yes, tweet at me. DM tweet, at me. tweet at us using hashtag MonsterRPod and you'll solve the puzzle. Right now, I need it. I need it right now. This is critical information. Well, it's not the lab that I snuck into. That's a different no, lab. That's the national lab, yeah. Are the lights on? The lights are on, but there's no one there. And like the window is shut. Okay. Is there a number? There is a phone number for Kristen. Hello? Well, I don't have a phone. Hello? Is anybody, <laughs> anybody back there? There is no answer. I uh, ding the bell like three or four times just to like cover my bases. Ding, 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 uh, ding, ding, ding. Is there a phone here at the desk? <laughs> I'm doing my own phone. Uh, there's guys. not a phone at the desk. Ding, ding, uh, ding, ding, <laughs> thank ding, you, ding, Hannah. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> uh, no matter how many times you or Alvin ring the bell, no one comes to answer the help desk of Campus IT. <laughs> All right. Okay. I do think you can see there's a stack of those fishing posters behind the glass. Hmm. can i get back there it's kind of like a ticket window so like you could reach your hand in but like i don't think you could get your body through there i mean there is a, also a door you know okay a few feet try away. the door uh the door is locked okay i would There's like a key card i try I, to grab the like... poster through the window okay oh god <laughs> got long arms Alva, what are you this is one sec i always get... got it oh my god um i thought <laughs> The door swings open as Alvin gets a claw onto one of the posters and like reels it in. I used to do okay. this all the time. Don't worry. You walk into campus IT to see Alvin's like werewolfy hand like dragging <laughs> one of the posters out. It would be horrific if it wasn't comedic. That's our show. Alvin, it's <laughs> <Yeah. just laughs> that really is our show. <laughs> um, hello, hello, anybody? Is there anybody back here? There is again no no response. Can I look around and see if there's any other clues before we try and call Kristen? Sure, give me an investigative mystery. That is going to be a six. I think you hear a uh, very intentional cough behind you. <clears throat> hey, team. Dorian. And you turn to see Dorian. I in turn and get my arms stuck in the window. <laughs> yeah, he he sees he sees you with your arm stuck in the window and JR like halfway into the room. I've grabbed a roll of the poster, but I can't fit it back through the hole. <laughs> the oh window. god. So it's jamming up against the window. You're like trying to mm -hmm. pull it and like <laughs> Yeah, it's crossing the T at the end of the window. Yep. Yep. We uh we having fun here? Are you just following us? I'm trying to make sure you don't get into trouble. Would really look bad on the Daylight Society if you did. Bad on the Daylight Society if you did. <laughs> yeah, I know your, your concern for, for the Daylight Society is overwhelming. It is well, just, Dorian. it warms my heart, you know, to see that you care so much about those people and not about the, like, I don't know, 10 people in the hospital right now. I care about them as well. That's why I went to check on them. <sighs> Dorian, give me a hand. Can I borrow your phone? To do what? Well, uh, follow a lead. Oh, and JR, if you really cared about the people in the hospital, you'd know two more of them died last night. That's why we're on a time crunch. We're following leads. Phone. Snap, snap. Alvin, have you, just as a point of reference, have you let go of the poster at this point? Or no, one hand is still stuck in the window, <laughs> but I'm, I'm reaching out with the other oh, hand. Okay. Dorian pats his pockets, like, on his vest and um, on his slacks and says, 
Oh, bad news, bud. It looks like I forgot it at home. Someone's a dummy. Kill him. (laughs) (laughs) What use is he? (laughs) Sorry, I'm not there. No, 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 Constance. I appreciate, like, I hear your voice in my head. And I go, no, no, no. Violence is not the answer right now. You have like a devil Constance on one shoulder. It's like, kill him. And then you look over and there's an angel Constance. It's like, what the other Constance said. <laughs> yes. Like, hmm. And then there's JR just soaking in a bath. <laughs> like, like, monster like, oh, hunting is break. hard. You deserve some self-care. <laughs> I do. Self-care is not selfish. Dorian looks at the two of you and says, you know, I, um, I don't want to know, frankly, for plausible deniability, why... You're in campus IT, but, you know, people do come back here occasionally, so if you're going to do whatever you're going to do, do it quickly. And he heel turns and walks away. I pull my hand out and hand him a stack of posters and say, be useful before you go. Put these up around campus. He's already gone. I just throw paper at him. (laughs) I hate... (laughs) JR, you look around campus IT, but you don't see anything useful. Are there any snacks? Uh, there is a fridge and there are some snacks. I'm going to take a <laughs> snack. There are uh, some there's snacks. some pudding cups. There's some beef jerky. There's some Swedish fish and red licorice on a small table. And there is a half-finished thing of pad thai. Okay, I'm going to take wait, a- Wait, half-finished? Yep. Recently? Um, there's a note on it that says Craig, and it's dated two days prior. Okay, I'm going to take a pudding cup, and I'm going to assume, Alvin, you want the beef jerky? Would you like, you want the beef jerky? I'll scoop the rest. Okay. Except the pad thai. You just raid the rest of the fridge? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Look, I am wounded and hungry and tired, and Dorian- I fill every pocket. Perfect. All right, we are armed now with snacks, which uh, is everybody knows is a very important part of monster hunting. And frankly, we have been derelict in our snack duties. So <laughs> I am glad we are remedying this situation post haste. And uh, Constance let's... is going to be so proud of us. <laughs> let's get I out of here. I can't wait to and... tell her about all the good clues we found. <laughs> <laughs> Call Kristen and Imagine Labs. Okay. Uh, just as a point of reference also, Quinn, we are no longer back there. We're, like, making our way out of there so that nobody will catch us. Okay. Yes. You're heading out with your, your plunder, your spoils from the, the campus IT fridge. Everything's a clue, Quinn. Snacks. Everything's a clue. I'm a delicious hungry. clue. Mm. Okay. This clue is particularly good. So you call the number for Kristen? Yeah. Yes. Beep, beep, boop, beep, boop, boop, boop. Yes, hello, this is Kristen. Mask is calling. Hi, Kristen. My name is uh, JR. I was just stopping by Campus IT and I saw that your number was there to, to call if I had any issues. Yeah, they put me on backup IT. Do- it's really ridiculous. It's not my job, but you know how it is, I'm sure. Anyway, yeah, if you have a an IT issue, just come down and meet me at room 136. Okay, great. We'll be down in a few minutes. Great. You said your name was JR? Yeah. Okay, see you soon. All right, thanks. Bye. Okay, we're going to go down there with our snacks. Okay. (laughs) I want to know what happened to these nerds. 
Alvin, we just talked about this like literally five minutes ago. Well, we're not so, I know it's before anymore. the snacks, but I'm just I want to remind you. Just okay. as a reminder. I want to know what happened to these fine students. Yes, there <laughs> we go. Good job. You make your way down the hall uh, and you pass some of the collective study rooms. And just past that, there is a sort of large room that has glass panels, the modern chic campus look. And inside, there's two nice-looking computers. There's a table with some parts, it looks like, on there. A pretty large digital display monitor in the background. And you can see a woman standing uh, at one of the desks working at one of the computers. A little bit short, long, wavy hair. She's got kind of a trendy-looking jacket over uh, a jumpsuit. Working away at the computer, she's got her headphones on, and she doesn't seem to notice you. But there's a, a sign at the front that says Imagine Labs. Hmm. Okay, let's go over and talk to Headphones Jumpsuit Jacket, who I'm assuming is Kristen, but... So you knock on the door, and as you knock, it slides open. The woman looks up and, and notices you and takes off her headphones, steps forward and says, Oh, yeah, you must be JR, right? Yeah. And, um, oh... Alvin? Oh. And Alvin, as you get hey, a little you? bit closer, you recognize Kristen, who is a former classmate of yours. I think she was maybe a year or two older, but you had one or two classes with her. She was a star of Firmament College's computer science program and one of its top pupils. A little bit of a wild child. She was probably like collecting her general undergraduate requirements after doing the whole comp side curriculum. Uh-huh. Really like Psych 101. I should also note that Kristen is one of our names from Twitter. Hey! And after Kristen is no Jedi. Thank you, Kristen, for tweeting about the show. Yay! Kristen, right? Alvin! Hey, it's hey. good to... Good to see you too. Yeah. Have you been? It's been a well, little bit. Well, well... Yeah, it brings you around campus these days. Just had some little tech talk to sort out. Didn't know you were here at uh, Imagine Labs now. Yeah, it's a new adventure for me, but I'm pretty excited about it. That's cool. Doing some cool work here. Are you JR? Yeah. I hazard a guess. Yeah, yeah. You strike me as a JR. <laughs> and she smiles. A junior? No, Alvin. I miss that humor of yours, though. Hey. I'm glad you're still around. Yeah, me too. You know, I thought you might have moved home after your things went south a little bit, but I'm glad you're still here. Well, you know, there's not a whole lot of opportunities back home, so gotta kick around here, figure out what's next. Yeah, totally. For Alvin Hughes. Well, what can I do for you two? It's uh, actually a little less of a tech issue and uh, more of a interesting puzzle here. So I'm sure you know about why you're on tech call. Craig didn't show up for work. And so they just decided that since I work here and I do things with tech, and I guess because I'm the only woman here, I must be the person who should back up in the campus IT lab. Does that seem fair to you, JR? It doesn't. Um, it's not just Craig. Okay. No, I'm definitely on your side as far as that goes. That sounds sexy. Sex is Sorry. bullshit right there. No, no, no. Don't apologize for that. I appreciate I hear a Craig's good the rant. Worst. <laughs> I hear Craig records everyone. Yeah, I hear he like listens in on conver like he puts bugs <laughs> in computers he fixes. <laughs> what a creeper. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Uh, For those of you listening, that's a joke about Craig, the <laughs> Discord bot that helps us do our failsafes. Yeah, Craig's uh, not a Twitter person, don't worry. So the reason Craig isn't here is because he and several other students have 
fallen ill, some kind of weird sickness. And we found this poster, and I point to Alvin, who is... I'll hold it right up. That was in one of the rooms of one of the students who's now hospitalized. It sounds a little weird, I know, but that there might be a connection between this poster and what's happening to kids on campus. And wanted to know if there's anything that's been weird that's been going on. Nothing weird. Sorry, you think the poster is connected to the sickness that's going around? Maybe. I think electronic devices might be connected. The fishing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. I don't know. I don't have a whole lot of tech, and I pull out my flip phone. As you can see, I'm not what you'd call up on tech. She stifles a small laugh. Yeah, no, that's fine. Get it out. Get it out. It's fine. If you hadn't admitted to me, you could have convinced me you were one of those people who were sort of intentionally retro, like, you know, trying to scale back their tech use. I could respect that. That's, that's me. I don't even have a phone. exactly it. Oh, uh, good on you, Alvin. So do you know anything about any kind of fishing? I have had it explained to me that it is a, it is a way to steal people's information. Wait, you don't know what phishing is? N- no, no, mm. I don't. I don't. Oh. I thought it was a reference to that band. <laughs> what band? Fish. There's a band called Fish? There is a band called Fish. Huh. I thought it was a reference to Must be really to underground. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, that. Um, and Alvin, you want to help me out here? I am floundering to make a fish reference. Even she laughs. PH, yeah. We have reason to believe that there's connection between the students, their personal devices, computers, and, and cell phones, and their current state. So we were curious if anybody here in IT knew about it. And when we reached IT, I don't know if you know, it's not just Craig's not there. It's a, like a ghost town down there. There ain't, there ain't a single nerd in there. Yeah, I heard someone else was on vacation. You know, the, the whole department is not really well staffed. Anyway, not the point. I don't need to get into campus politics. Do you know? Don't get me started on the arts and sciences program. Humanities? Whew. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, Constance is here. <laughs> um, I mean, campus IT made that poster. I don't, I don't really know, but I could remotely hack into their computer and see what's going on. Yeah, that would if if that you if you dope. could if you could do that, that would be what Alvin said, extremely dope. Um, and she hey, sound effects. <laughs> okay, got it. Should we start with Craig's terminal? Yeah. And she gestures for the two of you to come back around to her side of the desk. All right. Ah, let's see. Looks like he printed out these flyers a few days ago. There was a number of reports of phishing incidents. You can see here, and she pulls up his Outlook, and there's a bunch of forwarded messages from Campus IT. Just like, you know, all of this is just between you and me. Like, old friends, right, Alvin? Of course, of course. P.S. You're totally going to owe me a favor for this later, but we can we can discuss those terms in a little bit. I owe a bunch of people favors. I don't make a habit of it, hmm? but you're safe with me. It's okay. Okay. And she gives you a little like nudge on the shoulder. Aww. And uh, there's like 50 forwarded messages that are just kind of like we like weird spam. Mm-hmm. Some like foreign print scams. Some some supplements. Just like pretty bad phishing attempts. 
But you can see as the more recent ones come up, they get a little bit more sophisticated. It's more like your identity has been compromised or like your bank account's been compromised, your password's mm-hmm. been compromised. So they get a little bit more clever. Mm-hmm. And then they just stop two days ago. Huh. Are there any that jump out as perhaps different than the other emails? Why don't one of you roll to investigate a mystery? That's a 13. Whoa. Hold two. What is being concealed here? There's no message that stands out to you in particular, but Kristen is rapidly going through like all of these different files on his computer and all the different inboxes, and she is scanning through, and she's like, oh, that's interesting. It looks like there was one message that was deleted, or they tried to delete it, but it looks like Craig backs up all of his case file emails, so hold on. And she punches a few more keys. Um, and she she pulls up this message, and it's a promo from Uber Eats that just says, hey, there's a new restaurant opening in Firmament called The Daily Slice. Click here for a, a coupon for a free pizza. We got him with pizza. It's not a forwarded message. It's sent straight to Craig's email. Hmm. And she runs a few commands and says, it looks like he clicked on this. Huh. They okay. got him with pizza. All right. We know how it gets to people. It's like through their tech. We know what kind of creature it is. It's a giant spider. We sort of know what can hurt it. Can we trace it? Yeah, yeah. Where I would like go? to know. Where did it come from? Yeah, it where where did it go? I would like to know where this thing went. I mean, yeah, we I can run Kristen. a trace on the IP address. Okay. And she punches in a few more commands. Uh, and it sort of opens up into a, uh, an MS prompt screen. And you see various IP addresses coming up. It looks like all of these links have been routed through different local IP addresses in Firmament, but the routing's really intense. Like, it keeps hopping around. It's not like they're trying to conceal it, it's just constantly moving. It, hmm. Does it go back to anywhere? Can you figure out where it starts? I don't know if it's where it starts, but I can try to find the route. I guess maybe that's where it is now. Yeah. And she's just, yeah. like, you just keep seeing these IP addresses popping up. And after a little bit of doing this, she pulls up a map of Firmament, and you can see, like, where the IP addresses are pinging off of, roughly. And finally, it stops at a point, and that point is Firmament College, uh, and that point is the computer science building, uh, and that point is this room. Fuck. And as that IP address no, no, no! finalizes- all of the no! lights in Imagine Labs start to flicker. Oh, fuck. Rapidly. Oh, fuck. Air power breaker. Where's the breaker? Kristen, pull the plug. Uh, I mean, you can pull the plug on the computer if you want. Yep. Okay, it shuts down. It's, and I, I yank her away from the computer screen, too. The lights are flickering, and Alvin, you pull the plug on the computer, and JR, you tackle Kristen to the ground. And she's like, what? What, is, what, are you, what are you doing? Trust me, Okay. Like, what's happening, Quinn? What is... All of the lights you can see down the hall are flickering. And all the rest of the computers that you can see in this room and outside of it are blue screened. And you can feel that static charge in the air around you. Kristen, I know you don't think this is a favor, but I'm doing you a favor. We need to get we out of here. We need to fucking go. Yeah, yeah. We need to fucking go. Someone roll to manipulate someone. Yes, I, that is what I'm going to do. I would like to manipulate Kristen because she has been very nice to us, and I would like her not to die. <laughs> That's going to be a nine. On a seven, nine, they'll do it, but only if you do something for them right now to show them that you mean it. I'm using my grifter ability. What will convince her? 
proof of credible threat or the truth, which is sort of related. Okay. I was wondering if we wanted to invite her into the Daylight Society. I think they could use a dope hacker. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good plan, Alvin. I'm glad that you're thinking ahead for your little organization that we do need to have a talk about at some point. I have not forgotten about that. Um, Okay, so here's what I'm going to do is I'm going to say, look, there's something in the computers (laughs) and I pull out my phone and I'm assuming that like even with this broke ass ancient flip phone, is it Quinn? Is it actually like the screen is flickering, right? Something is malfunctioning in the device. You see this? It comes out of the computers. It comes out of people's texts. It comes out of the phones. If we don't get out of here right now, it is going to come out and it is going to kill us. She looks at you and nods and runs. All right, let's do it. We're running. We're getting the fuck out of there. Double time. You escape the building. And as you do so, you can see the lights inside slowly stop flickering and return to normalcy. It knew we were looking for it. That's good news. It's going to be very easy to summon this thing. (laughs) Great. All I have to do is probably turn on like an Amazon Echo and be like, spider. (laughs) Boom. There it is. What was that? What was that thing? It can track us. Is it some, like, a hacker? No, it's a lot worse than a hacker. It's something that, like, lives there. And I, like, gesture vaguely. The internet. It can travel on the information superhighway. It has (laughs) been preying on, so far, mostly students. And it is, like, a big invisible spider now i know that sounds crazy i'm sorry what but look at these and i show the giant puncture holes okay yep Um, it sucks real bad uh don't tell anybody i mean don't get me wrong that was real spooky back there but a super spooky spider just don't it might be a good idea don't open any dating apps if you've got any on your phone it already got out once and every single time somebody clicks on one of those links, it comes out again. Well, what are you going to do about it? We're going to finish it. There we go, Alvin. That's We're going to delete it. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> Kristen, it may be a good idea to just take a screen vacation for a little bit. Now, this is pretty shocking, but here's a number. If you want to know more, and I know you're a curious type, call this number from an old phone, probably, and just say you're interested in the Daylight Society. And I give her Leon's number. Uh, okay. I guess I'm gonna go read a book? Books are good. That's a good choice. Yeah. Good, Good luck, I guess. Thanks. And she pulls out her phone turns it off, and then heads back. <laughs> hey folks, Quinn here. Thanks so much for tuning in to episode 20 of Monster Hour. Before I get to the intermission, just a huge thank you to all of you who are listening to this. The four of us enjoy playing games together, but knowing that there are folks out there who genuinely enjoy this goofy show of ours is what makes all of the recording and editing and shameless self-promotion on Twitter worth it. So from the bottom of our hearts, thank you. And an extra special thank you to everyone who's been sharing the show with their friends. 
Like most podcasts, we don't pay to advertise at all, which means we rely on your kind words, in person, on Twitter, or lovingly submitted in the form of a review, to help new people find out about the show. And don't forget that if you tweet about us using hashtag MonsterHourPod, you might wind up with a character named after you. Characters like Kristen, the trendy tech wizard of Imagine Labs. Our spooky spotlight this week is Between Lewis and Lovecraft, a podcast that explores the lives of the authors behind contemporary and classic works of literature. I am so proud to present Between Lewis and Lovecraft. This show is all about learning more about the authors that have inspired us and diving into the stories that they not only created, but lived as well. Not literally. He didn't like, he that's didn't not what them. he sustained he himself on. He read them. He yeah. ate them with his eyes. <laughs> oh my. Could you imagine a young Lovecraft walking around the family mansion like, Grandpa Whipple, Grandpa Whipple. <laughs> I don't think that's what his accent was like. It was probably pretentious and British. So join us as we explore the worlds that are just out of reach. One quick note before we jump back in. We're getting close to the end of our third mystery here, and to celebrate, we've decided to do a little listener Q&A once we've wrapped up. So, if you have a question about the show, go ahead and shoot us an email at monsterhourpod at gmail.com. Just don't expect any answers about the real monster. That's it for me, folks. We'll be back with episode 21 of Monster Hour on March 24th. See you then. So, Constance, you spent several hours on your ill-fated attempt with Stan at creating a incendiary device, which unfortunately has, has not worked. But Alvin and JR are still not back yet, and so you do have a, a little more time if you want to do something else. Yeah, I think, um, you know, I look around at what vaguely resembles my apartment, and uh, is Stan still there? No, I think Stan probably peaced out after the the failed experiment. (laughs) Great. Cool. Stan's like, oh, man, I'm going to go for a walk. I'll be back in like a couple days. (laughs) Totally, totally normal. Yep, 100%. See you later, Stan. Thanks. Yeah. And he traipses out. I lock the door behind him. More out of frustration than anything else, because, you know, still have a broken window. Uh, there's just there's just a lot going on. Um, uh, Stan did fix your window. <laughs> oh, Phew. yay. Well, there's something. So your protection spell is back up. Oh, fuck Great. yes. Great. Thank God. Man, those bombs would have been really helpful. But I do know that I have quite a few weird gadgets that I haven't really explored from my boonie. My apartment can't get any worse at this point, so I might as well throw everything around and look through all the cabinets of weird antique weaponry, but also just all the little weird hidey holes that I've started to discover in in the apartment. Looking for any weapon that has what I will call a um, large surface area hit zone. Is this your armory? Yes. Uh, Roll plus weird. Come on, Dice. We had a talk earlier. (laughs) It was very stern. Don't let me down. Well, at least that isn't a failure. Um, That's going to be an eight. On a seven to nine, you have it, but only the minimum. What do you think that looks like, Constance? What's the minimum? (laughs) Well, I will say I'm looking for weapons for all three of us, so I think the minimum probably is that 
There's only one. Oh, yeah. One. There's only one. <laughs> yep. So that's a problem. Uh, and I would say a flamethrower has quite a few... Uh, you can use that quite a few times. <laughs> this might be a one use and then long reload item Sorry. of some kind. If these are your boonies weapons, they're probably not going to be... Like the flamethrower, which we established was a World War One flamethrower, I believe. Right. Yeah. Was probably your boonies most modern weapon. So this is probably going to be something... <laughs> You find an enormous ballista. <laughs> <laughs> I think what you find is a antique Holy Roman Empire Zweihander. Oh, my. Which is basically a big, big broadsword. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, boy. Which the stats for, I will say, are two harm, heavy, two-handed, area hand, so you can carve a nice swath with this. It's mm-hmm. not going to be the same effect as a flamethrower, and you're going to have to be closer, but you could potentially hurt multiple things with this swing. Just reality check. I lift this with two hands. How far off the ground am I, am I getting this thing? Give me a... Just just roll plus tough. No, oh. no consequences. So let's God. just see how good this goes. Oh, no. <laughs> That's a minus one for me. Not, not my roll, just in general. Actually... Of course, because that's that an eight. Good one. That's an eight. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, why. you can. <laughs> it's unsteady. You will be unwieldy wielding this thing, but you can. You pick it up and you swing it, and you kind of like stumble forward a little bit, and you know you break some of the hardwood. Sure, why not? <laughs> Your studio is an absolute yeah. disaster right uh, now. This is like the, <laughs> the smallest, littlest thing that you have to worry about. The I, last straw. I'm, I'm just going to put it out there. Uh, Constance is going to remodel her studio after this. This is going to be the impetus to just do a full reno. <laughs> Already just did that. Might as well yeah. at this point. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you can you can pick it up and use it. All right. Okay. I think I, um, unless you think I have more time. I think as you, you swing this and like bury it in your hardwood is when JR and Alvin come through the front door and you just see Constance. Like the studio is even more of a wreck than it was before. Like it smells kind of like gasoline. Everything is in disarray. There's just like cupboards open and things. And you just see Constance with this giant sword buried in her floor. So I see her swinging that sword into the floor and this thing in disarray. And I I think... Rather rightfully so, think the spider might be here right now. <laughs> and I, I coyote up. Oh, boy. Yeah. So there's like behind you, Constance, in the door. I just, oh, and I barrel into the room looking around for the spider and probably knock a whole bunch of stuff even more. Ah, askew. Alvin. Hi. What are you doing? Are you doing? <laughs> um, you okay, bud? <laughs> Save it for when the spider's here, man. When we're gonna need it, boy. I hope that you two have some uh, some good news because um, the only weapon we have at our disposal of any use is this sword, and I will not mention why that's the case. Let's just go from there. You see there. the disassembled pieces of the flamethrower in the center of the room. <laughs> oh boy. So how did you do? What is your good news? Don't we have a silver sword and a magic dagger? Sure, yes. Less effective, I'd say. But yeah, th- they do exist, yes. Well, if we're looking on the bright side. Hey, that's great. That's a very good point. So ha- what good news do you bring? Well, we almost got the spider again. Right, we don't have to do much to get it to show up. Good news. 
we went to IT and we, we met a possible new member for the Daylight Society and also somebody who might be able to help us out with techie stuff. But uh, she started doing some poking around to try and track this thing and it realized what was happening and it tracked us right back and it almost showed up. But that means that when we want it to show up, we're not going to have to do that much work. See, good news. I, yeah. The first step of our plan is very easy. So maybe it's time for us to pick our spot. We have yes. a couple of options. Where do we want to go? Oh, that was a good question for Kristen. If she knew of any cool Faraday cages. Oh, yeah. Well. I mean, you probably still have her number in JR's phone. Yeah. That's if you true. want to call her. Hey, so quick question. Hey, follow Are you up. calling her? Follow up. <laughs> it's us from that weird thing it's earlier. It's from that weird thing with the thing. <laughs> Why is your phone on? I'm glad it is. Quick question. That's the other thing. You did tell her to turn off. To turn off everything. Go read a book. <laughs> <laughs> We're so good at this game. Wait. <laughs> do you want to try calling her? This will be a good test to see how much she uh, trusted your judgment. <laughs> yeah. Jack, give it a dial. It rings twice and, uh, hello, this is Kristen. How dare you? If you're calling about <laughs> campus IT, I'm not there anymore. Damn it. You, you'll just have to deal with it yourself. I'm sorry. Kristen, it's JR. We just had a, I had a quick follow-up question. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 Hey. Hey, hey. You definitely weren't going to turn your phone off. That's fine. <laughs> I'm not, not using fine. it, but, That's true. you know, it's just in true. case of emergencies. That's true. And this is kind of an emergency, so I appreciate you not following our directions this <laughs> right. one time. Well, then, hey, don't give me shit. Yeah, yeah. As I said, <laughs> as I said, I appreciate you not following directions. Is there a place on campus that is entirely blocks any kind of phone signals or Wi-Fi or any kind of digital. So like a, a room equivalent of a Faraday cage. I mean, I know I was joking earlier about the arts and humanities, but the humanities building has notoriously bad cell service, okay. especially in the basement. You can't get anything. <gasps> basement the humanities. Okay, perfect. Thank you. Yes. I mean, there's some wired computers in there, but if you unplug those. Yep. That's Ooh. that's perfect. Basement the humanities. You saved the day, Kristen. Thank you, Kristen. Super appreciate that. Don't log on to your email. Hey, yep, quick I'm, question. I'm also, are people down there like all the time, or is it pretty empty? The TAs and grad students are down there pretty regularly, but certainly not at night. Nighttime, good. Nighttime. Nighttime's the right time. Although there is that one professor who usually works late. Uh-huh. You might have to deal with him. What professor would that be? Just to... Uh, I don't know. I think he teaches poetry. So you have kind of a... uh A last name. Oh, boy. So oh. Kind of a... No, that's actually... Uh... Eskew? Yeah. Rodescu! Rodescu! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is, it, is it Rodescu? Do you? Yeah, Rodescu. Ah, okay. This is good news because okay, excellent. he's Thank probably you. a lot easier to get somewhere else. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. Hey, thank thank you again, Kristen. And uh, yeah, don't don't open your yeah. emails. Not until not... we figure this out. Yeah, you do your, your thing with the weird spider and, and the, the flickering lights and everything. And, you know, I got a nice book. What book are you reading? Uh, Make it one of the ones that Constance. <laughs> oh yeah, let's get a Constance book. Uh, how to defend yourself past midnight in Colorado for dummies? That's a good. <laughs> no, no, one. no. It's it's definitely um, the forgotten art of basic rodeo tomfoolery, second edition. <laughs> no, 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 no. She's definitely. Oh, it's um, 
camping for girls who got kicked out of Girl Scouts <laughs> by Peggy oh, S. McGuffin. Right. Yeah, I've heard that one. It's really good. Oh, there's a second edition. It's really good. Is someone there? Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, the, other, the third person in our little trio. Anyway, thank you so much. Uh, yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Turn off your phone for real this time. Yeah, I'm not going to do that, but I'm not using it. Okay, great. We'll call you later. <laughs> All right, bye. Be safe. And now I hang out. Bye. All right, gang. Bye. <laughs> bye. Oh, my bye. God. Oh, <laughs> hey, team. It looks like we have a place to go, and I need to lie to my father. Super. That part I can handle. That that one will be okay. I do, I do want to throw something out there. Look, I don't want to get bleak. I, I, I know I like to employ the dark humor to get us through these times, but especially given that I was not successful in giving us even remotely useful weapons, this is going to be a real toughie for us. I know that we're not on the best of terms with the Daylight Society right now, but if this is our last stand and we're planning it out and we get to do it on our terms, boy, it would be nice if it wasn't just the three of us there. Give it a try. We kind of asked a chunk of them last night. We did, but... Jasper and Cecilia were not too keen on the fighting. I think we need to ask Leon, and mm-hmm. I think we need to see if he can bring along Dorian or other people. Yeah, we just Galvan, maybe. We just need people power, I feel like, especially given that we're not in the best of health right now. I don't know about you, but I can still, you know, feel my spleen every five minutes so yeah yeah no i mean i see my bones oh god God. (laughs) i don't love the idea of dragging other people into this but constance has a point we can't do this alone hey maybe we can get dorian and he can go in front (laughs) that was my original idea yeah so i'm glad someone else said it uh yeah that's my you can try he seems like the kind of not yeah be down for that should we start making our calls and see who can join us? I think first we'd give Leon and Detective Galvan another try. There's always Stony too. Yeah, can Stony show up with just a big gun? Let's get the simple part out of the way early. You call Leon and he doesn't pick up. All right. Next on the roster. For the record, Leon is basically like not available this arc. I had a commission this arc, yeah. Okay, got it. Who do we want to ask next? We kind of considered that we asked Cecilia and Jasper earlier and they were... They were no good. Yeah. There's Detective Galvan and Dorian. Although Detective Galvan seems to be... Probably also MIA. Out of yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh. So what What are we down to, folks? We've got Stony and Dorian. Let's do Stony first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. JR. You want to ring that bell? Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. I mean, you know she wants to ring that bell. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ask him if he can bring his big gun riot gear bring the riot gear hey silver lining if we can get stony to show up we probably get leon and detective galvan as well right. <laughs> so it's all good okay all right i'm gonna call stony so it rings a couple times and uh he picks up jr uh, how's the uh the great Tinder chase going. Ooh, not good. Not not good. Uh, so it's a big spider. And what? when I say big, 
I don't mean like, oh no, I picked up a rock and there's like a spider that's the size of a silver dollar. I mean like, what would you Books guys say? No Minivan sized? Like a mid-sized Kia. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we couldn't quite tell because it's also invisible. Um, Sorry, what? And it got us pretty bad. We know how to trap it, but we could really use some help. I know you're probably going to say no, but I got to ask. I don't know that we can take this thing down by ourselves. JR, roll friends on the force. Come on, big money, big money, big money. That is... It's going to be a nine. So for friends on the force, it says, you know a few cops, in this case, you know Stoney, who can be persuaded to look the other way or to do you a favor for certain considerations. And on a seven to nine for act under pressure, I'm going to give you a worse outcome, a hard choice, or a price to pay. Fuck. Oh, boy. (laughs) I think Stoney's quiet for a minute. And he says... It's been a long time since I went toe-to-toe with a monster. (gasps) Don't really like doing it. And if I'm going to, I'm going to need something in return. Yeah? I need to borrow that key for a little while. 24 hours. And you'll give it back when you're done? And it'll be after we kill this thing? Yep. And you're not going to tell me what you need it for. Nope. (laughs) This is a no questions asked kind of thing. Will you tell me anytime? We'll see how things go. Well, Stoney, I think you got yourself a deal. Whoa. All right. You tell me when and where. I'll bring the guns. I'll give you a call when we have something a little more sorted out. Roger that. Click. Multiple guns. Whoa. JR is you on the back. JR is again. That took a lot. Very scared and like extremely turned on right now. (laughs) (laughs) Alvin, when you like, because I assume that conversation was pretty quiet. Yeah. So as you like close your flip phone, uh, Alvin kind of looks like thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs up, thumbs down. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. We're going to live? Well, well, we'll see. I have to do something. We have a better chance of living. I have to do Yay. something for Stony once Ooh. we're done. No, unfortunately, oh. not of the sexy variety. That would have been good news <laughs> all around. But he is game. I just need to give him a call when we have an idea of what we're doing. Okay. All right. Um, point of order. What time is it? In game. Roughly. Yeah, snack time. <gasps> Boy, I don't. We know. have snacks. Uh, <gasps> beef jerky, beef jerky, beef jerky. Puddings, puddings, pad thai, red vines. Uh, oh god! You remember everything. <laughs> Swedish Jeez. fish. Extremely oh okay. food motivated. We write down some notes, Quinn. <laughs> you think we're not paying attention, and we are. <laughs> I'd say it's late afternoon. Okay. All right. So there's some time. I do need to call my dad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and get yeah. him out of the way. Um, okay. All right, JR, you ate your lumps, as old people <laughs> seem to say for some weird reason. It's time I, for I think me it's, to eat mine. I think it's taking them, Shh. not eating them. <laughs> you're I, eating your lumps. I really shush you because it. I know you're right, but I'm too embarrassed. <laughs> okay. So I don't want to deal you're with it. You're right. Them. I ate and them I, and I, they were delicious. Thank you. And I take your phone 
and I kind of sigh and I start dialing my dad's number. Your dad picks up and says, hello, this is Victor. Hey, dad. Oh, Constance, my dear. How are you? I'm okay. It's been a bit. It's good to hear your yeah. voice. I'm sorry. I know. I, I missed a couple of dinners. I know. Oh, no, dear. It's it's okay. It's okay. I know you're busy. Yes. What can I do for you, my darling? Ha- has mom talked to you at all about some of my hobbies lately? Beyond painting? I'm going to guess that's a no. Okay. My dear, what hobbies have you taken up? I thought painting was your passion. What What is new in I, your life? Yes. Well, you know what? We should have a dinner soon, at yes. just the two of us, and I can tell you all about it then. Are you but free tonight? I was just finishing up a little bit of work, but... I think uh, another time when you of have course, more time would be good. But for now, I need to ask you a favor, and it comes of with course, a promise. My dear. I promise you that I will explain why I'm asking this when we have dinner. But for now, I need you to just do me the favor. What is it, my dear? I need you to go home now and uh, not come back to work tonight. Is everything okay with your mother? Did she put you up to this? She did not. I haven't spoken to her, to be honest. We're going through something right now. I promise there's a good reason, but I just need you to promise me that you will go home tonight, like now, you cannot stay late at work, and you will turn your phone off. Of course, my dear. I look forward to our dinner later. And I say, te you and then I hang up before I hear his response. 